It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Uh, it was a little vibrato in yeah, there. Like, yeah. it, was like, oh. <laughs> it is the Go off Birds Pod uh, right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, kind of the off-season workout there. Uh, it is Go Birds Pod number 84 right here, radio.com, Sports Radio 94, WIP, and of course, wherever you get your fine podcast, and you can go rate and review uh, on, uh, on Apple Pods, and we will... Five stars will read anything. That's the rules, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll only accept five stars. Yeah, that's anything a James else, rule. I'm going to ignore... The review. <laughs> it's just the way I am. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we are, uh, we're going to have a little fun today. We're going to kick off our My Favorite Game series, and we have confirmation from Glenn McNow, who is going to sit down with us and talk about a really random one in 1993, or maybe or 91. It was, uh, again, when Randall got hurt, and uh, he's obsessed with an Eric Allen quote that he took that day. So right. we'll get into that. And then, Deep uh, cut from Glenn. I love it. And then just fresh off the uh, the uh, the old DMs, Mike Clay from ESPN, who does a lot of great fantasy work over love there for Mike them. Clay. A lot Big of stuff Mike with Clay numbers. Fan. He'll join us next the week. The numbers guy. And guess what? Our very good friend Seamus Clancy is going to come in and talk about, you know, his second favorite game of all time is the Thursday night Panthers game in 2017. Second really? favorite. I was like, whoa. It's aggressive. His favorite like, being the NFC Championship game or the uh, Super Bowl? Because I know he's a huge I, NFC I, Championship game fan, I removed too. Super Bowl. I actually forgot what his number one was. I would guess. Spot. I know he talks a lot about the 38-7. to Big yeah. fan of that one, too. So. And if you don't know Seamus, he is the infamous guy that during the Super Bowl parades yeah. just said, hey, if there's a girl that wants to recreate the famous you know, Victory Day Navy picture of... 
uh, kissing in the street. Let me know. And now they're the cutest couple in Philadelphia. They're together. They, they're totally going to create so. great babies and better looking ones in L.A. Shore Park. Sorry, well, how are you? I don't know about that. Although they're, they're both very very attractive. Oh, yeah, yeah very, oh, very attractive. You got to hang out with them in Nashville. We yeah. did. Like, they were the adorable couple. They were the second most adorable couple. Yes. Oh, that get out of here. Seltzer and his missus. <laughs> Only because I was up. pregnant at the time. <laughs> I did not help at all. Uh, not adorable, however, at least in my eyes, Andy Benoit or Benoit or I drink a lot of milk. That's that's what I know about Andy. Oh, I drink a lot of milk and I, I have bad eyes on game tape and I take all my takes from coaches and players while sitting with the access that Sports Illustrated gives me. But I think the we're, it's, a, it's a still an interesting discussion to have is uh, he came out with his top uh, top guys under 25 list and basically created a team of uh, everybody in the NFL that's under 25. Patrick Mahomes, the number one starter, duh. Uh, Baker Mayfield uh, is is the backup there. Uh, Carson Wentz is going to be 26. I'm sure he would be at least in the discussion or I don't know. He'd be in if, the discussion he, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara is on there. There's a couple of, I mean, Juju Smith is, is on there. There's a, there's a bunch of guys on there. Who is not on there is zero Eagles under 25. And that's, I don't, to me, I, I, I go, well, yeah. I mean, there hasn't been uh, breakout performances like those guys that I've mentioned to probably be on. I don't know. Baker Mayfield as a backup is kind of kind of weird there, too, probably for some people. But you you actually looked at that as kind of a concern when it's well, when you don't have like a national spotlight for Eagles players under 25 right now. Here's what I would say. The Eagles have one of the best rosters in the NFL. Howie does a great job of every year of building an excellent roster. In an ideal world, you would want a roster that's top in the league and all young guys, right? Nobody wants older players on their roster because when you're younger, you have a larger window, they're cheaper, all that stuff. So we are nitpicking here and saying they have nobody on the the under 25 list, right? Because they still have a great roster. That being said... The way the Eagles construct the roster every year, it does not seem like they really value draft picks or really value kind of developing players when you look around. Um, for but what makes you say that? The the picks I kind of understand in terms of developing players. What do you mean by well, that? Well, I just mean in terms of you like drafting players and developing them. They've only made, what, I think 10 picks over the last two years or three years. Isn't that... There was some stat. Like, I think in the last yeah. two years, only the Titans have made fewer picks than the Eagles have. So they trade a lot of picks for older players. But... Look, I think Dallas Goddard could certainly be on this list. I think he was probably left off because he didn't play a lot last year. I think Dallas Goddard is already a top 10 tight end in the NFL. Whoa! Like, fire <laughs> take from I, Elliott! I think Goddard is really good. Like, if they didn't have Zach Ertz, there, you know, there's only like maybe, I guess, nine or whatever <laughs> <laughs> tight ends. They're like, I would say that they're not playing, but Goddard is really, really good. I think Avante Maddox is really good. Probably didn't get enough credit last year for what he did. I can see he's not like a national spotlight type of guy. That being said, when you look at the Eagles roster, they do not have a collection of young, promising players where you say, okay, these X amount of guys can carry us for years to come. And I do think that's a concern when every year you're tasked with filling holes through free agency, you know, restructuring contracts of older players because you can't afford to lose them. And I'm not sure it's a sustainable way to win that being said i have a lot of faith in howie and jake rosenberg to keep making it work but you would want younger players so when you look at this list not have one guy under 25 i think is it's concerning and weird i i mean it's all subjective anyway so that's where i kind of take it in especially with again it's it's milk boy uh but Man, um beef with andy I, milk just, boy who, yeah seriously who, who admits that they go to like 
oh, when I'm out of town, I the first thing I could do is go grab a gallon of milk or it's really something. weird. It's just it's like really I don't trust that. I, I do say. respect he's willing to say it out loud. So do like, I. It is. I don't. No, you don't at all. That's yourself, man. That's like. It's like the shit you don't say to anybody, man. That's yeah. some dark shit right there. What I think is gotta get me is... some milk when I get to town. <laughs> what? Put some ice in. Well, I'm not. You I'm not fucking opposed to the ice weirdo. Milk. That's yeah. what I think yeah. now. What a weirdo. I, I. The problem is I can't take his football thoughts credibly because he fucking drinks milk everywhere. <laughs> milk is trash. I will say it's not trash, but it's, it's like just... if when you're an adult, you need to hang yeah, uh, hang hey, up hey, drinking it. You every got day. some chocolate chip cookies. Drink some milk. Yes. Some cereal. Yeah. Put some milk Absolutely. in it. Absolutely. Get you a town and drink a gallon of milk. Need no, to put in your coffee. Fine. Weird. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think it, do you not drink milk because you don't like it or because it's weird? Like, would you drink it alone? It's not satisfying. I wouldn't either. I'm just milk curious. Milk is a yeah. companion drink. It is a drink that goes with other things. It is great with those things. You're not just drinking milk. You're just like, oh, I'm thirsty. Let me get some milk. Unless you're a baby. Really? It's okay with babies. <laughs> like Zoe can drink all the milk. Yes, she yes absolutely. Yeah. She, she, she should drink all the milk. Yeah. And up Any until she's long, 12, she can no. drink as much milk as she wants to. But isn't milk still healthy for you? Like, shouldn't no. we See, everybody's all Everybody's back and forth about it. Everybody's look, back and forth. It's a very disputed like, topic in the world. No, it is. I'm serious. No, yes, I, yeah. yes, calcium is great for your body and it's bone structure and all that. But like, do you want... Cow hormones in well, your body, and, and that's well, what and I think. It I can't also believe depends we're dissecting whether you're, into milk whether you're drinking. Are you, are you drinking whole milk, two percent, one percent skim? There's a real difference yes, here. This, there's a this huge difference. Matters. Well, skim milk's not even really milk. Is if it? you're drinking skim milk, Kinda. you're an asshole. Yeah. No well, I yeah. use skim, skim milk, milk in my cereal. Well, that's your fault. Wow, dude, what's wrong? Well, if with you it? hate milk, why would you want real milk? This is basically just. It's not hating milk. It's just just like James. You sound like you hate milk. You hate this guy simply because he drinks milk. Every time, listen, you can take the the boy off the farm. You can't take the the farm out of the boy says and the I, Iowa boy that's what I'm here. saying yeah. and like uh, it's whole milk it's every fucking single weird. time this, if, is, this is not a debate it's yeah, fucking weird it's weird it's weird to drink milk as an adult consistently yes that's, it's like I don't disagree but what I'm trying to lock down is do you guys not drink it because it's weird or because you don't like it no, no it's because com- it's, it's not a companion drink. I'm not, okay so you don't like it that's the answer no, no I like I milk <laughs> I, I like milk I wouldn't drink milk as much as I drink water which is apparently what Andy does and this is this. so you like milk you're just scared to drink it in public no I am no idea. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Def- I'm not obsessed with it. That's that's like so you like it. I like milk. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cut like milk. <laughs> but James, this is where I, I I I'm not as concerned, and I think it's valid to say that. I think it's going like you know there isn't. There isn't a lot of young talent that's going on here. And even though people hate when Elliot says it, so I'll say it. I think the Dallas Cowboys do have a lot of young talent on the roster. I think they've drafted extremely well over the past couple of years. However, what Elliot ignores, and this is where we disagree, is there's 37 potential free agents that are going to come uh, next season. So that's not really good roster construction all over the place. Like That's, that's the difference between why... And, and, you know, I, I think if the if Howie Roseman didn't panic last year, which we I think we can say and trade for Golden, Golden Tate, then it would allow Doug to, to have Dallas got it flash maybe a little more than he actually did. Avante Maddox came on the scene pretty quickly and got an opportunity to go do that. So it's Derek Barnett is not dead. Uh, I'm, I'm still in Sidney Jones camp. I know a lot of people that aren't. Razul Douglas has improved and, and developed and done all that stuff. At the end of the day, it's still a Super Bowl roster, and that's why there's not a, a lot of young guys taking over veterans in their prime because 
It's a Super Bowl roster. Look, I can just, I say one really I quick just can't believe how much you love the Cowboys. Go ahead. The, the two of you are just like <laughs> Cowboys nation. Well, because I want to hear James' response to this. So you're right. The Eagles do have young players that I like on the roster. You like, we all like. But the difference is the Cowboys were led to the division title last year and won a playoff game with young players. The Eagles are getting contributions from younger players, but the older players are traditionally why they're winning. But so why I mean, is that bad? I'm not, saying it's an, a, I'm not saying it's a bad you thing. You said it's a concern. So why is it a concern that young well, players not, aren't, aren't pro bowlers? I'm or saying it's pros? a concern in general when your roster is mostly old. I, I think we can all agree okay. on that. Yeah, look, uh, you, I think in an ideal world, I, I don't agree with the idea that you just want young players. I do think that veterans matter and stuff like that does matter in the NFL. But I, look, I, I see this. I'm of, of two ways of looking at this. I think first and foremost, like Bartridge said, it's subjective, this list, to begin with. I think absolutely after this season, Avante Maddox could definitely be on that list. I think Dallas he could be Goddard, on it now. Yeah, that's my point. So I do think that it's somewhat subjective there. And look, the the place we really need high end talent, the highest of high end, the guy's twenty six or going to be twenty six, so he can't be on this stupid list. Like we're talking about a year here. We're talking about one yeah. year. So if you believe in Carson Wentz, I think you still feel great about the long term window of this team. Again, you have to stay healthy, Elliot, and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, but, Elliot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, God you know, forbid I bring up what's actually happened think, in the last I, year. I think You're that, not alone, by the way. I think that ultimately, yeah. I think football, and to Elliot's core point, yes, the Eagles have to draft and develop guys for the future to be successful in the future. There's no question. That is a... a, a Fact about the NFL. You can't just continue to miss on draft picks. And I think that the missing, as you, Elliot, have pointed out, the how we missing on draft picks is an overblown yes. narrative to begin with. They've had some nice picks. We just mentioned a couple of them last year. I would argue he's done a, a good job. I, I would argue yeah. he's done a really solid job, yep. too. Um, so I'm not as worried. I think that it's just that the the guys who are the highest end players right now are a little bit older. I mean, that's just the fact. Well, of the team. a lot a bit older. Let's be honest. Sure, here. the offensive the- line is very old. Fletcher Cox isn't old, old, but he's certainly not young. Well, I mean, the only really position they have. I would say, like, youth is at cornerback. Yeah, and I think that's fair, but I think that the way you look at it is that this team right now is a Super Bowl contender. Every Absolutely. single one of us agree on that. And I just don't think you can look too far down the road in the NFL. It's just there are so many things that change from year to year in terms of talent, in terms of guys getting hurt and all these things. I think that you need to look for the future, but I think what Howie's doing is he's saying, right now, we have a team that can win the Super Bowl. We're going to we're gonna go all in on yep. that. And I think it's what they should do. We know how rare Super Bowl titles are in this city. If you have a chance, you go for it. So I think that Howie's looking around the league and saying, all right, everyone's so focused on this, on youth, on this and this and this and this. I think there's an advantage for me here to focus on now, to focus on this team and, and, and try and do the best we can to win now, next year, the year after that, and then we'll figure it out. And I'm okay with that. I don't even disagree with that strategy. It just seems a little harder to sustain, in my opinion. Because every year, then, you're forced to fill the roster through veterans. You're forced. But to- here's the you thing. One or anyway. two really good drafts, anyway, and you're right back there. I mean, look yeah. at the Saints. But they're not even making a lot the of picks. Sa- I agree, but they need... But that doesn't... Look, if, if Andre Dillard turns into their left tackle of the future, if you know Avante Maddox is a elite cornerback, if Dallas Goddard's an elite tight end, those are three guys already who are under 25 Five who right. are, could be superstars for you, theoretically, and I, I just think that when you look at it in um, the situation that they are in right now, I totally forgot what I was about to say. Oh, Damn way it. to go! I way to go, it. E. Elliot. No, yeah, no, I just look I, in his I, eyes. I think, I think, think I knew it totally that. threw me off there. There's we. You can't say, especially now that you've gone through two drafts. You know, really post Super Bowl is. Same with Miles Sanders, too, who, who is not... I mean, we don't know what he's going to become, but these guys do have 
I, I would say the oh, first, the I was first just three pointing picks. out the Saints thing. The fact oh, that yeah, that yeah, one yeah, right. draft for the Saints turned their whole franchise around. You get yep. Kamara, you get Ramchick, you get yeah. these guys in one draft. You know, the corner, uh, Lattimore, you get P.J. Williams, yeah, Marcus Williams. All of a sudden, they were in the NFC Championship game, or, or about to be, Minnesota Miracle. <laughs> but like that, so I do think that one or two really good drafts can supplement him with all the other stuff they already have, can can bring them And in back-to-back years, too. You know, in the, I they agree. Got, Minnesota Miracle, and then they got fucked by the call, and you know it's lead, could lead you right to a Super Bowl, but it didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, but they had a parade, John. So who really Which won? Is, yeah. All right, yeah. who really won? I don't know if they, people said that people in Philly would do that. I don't think we so. We would man. never do. that. I don't that. think they would have. Th- I don't think people in Philly would have thrown. We would have never. There's yeah. no way. No way. But we they would have been equally as upset. Yes, the anger, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like oh, the yes. petitions, yeah, yeah, yeah. like all that sure. would absolutely yeah. happen. No parade. But we would never. I mean, we are. We have too much self respect to throw a parade for a team that lost. I mean, everybody would have been mad at me, but I would have been like Carson throw a touchdown in overtime. That's how you win the game. I w- that was still my you stance afterwards. Or Nick, I guess. Or whoever. Right. Didn't matter which quarterback that was, you know, sitting there. I, I just think more like there there is still a lot of potential because you you're now hitting Razul Douglas's third year. Like that's you, the time it feels too. like he's been around here way longer. Well, yeah, yeah. Just like you think they're going to give Rasul a chance to play? Like I have no, been Rasul's number one supporter. But when you say it's his third year, like if he's on the bench, no. But I'm just saying in terms of uh, you're looking for young guys to contribute. If you're talking about young guys that need to be superstars, then yeah. I mean, there's you know James named two. We would all name the probably the same two with with Goddard and with Maddox being there. Well, he, if you hit on those in terms of superstardom, then yeah. I mean, then what everything else player, looks great. What young player do the Eagles need to have? A big season the most. Derek, I think the, Derek yeah, Barnett. I think it's pretty clear. I, I agree. Yeah. I think it's. I think that. I mean, and that's, I think he can still. Yeah. You know. Look, I, I agree. I think that that's the position. It's the most important position outside of quarterback in the NFL right now, and he's the he's their future guy there. I mean, they don't. Yeah. Have, I mean, Josh Sweat, Ostman. I mean, like they right. don't have anyone else you feel can be an elite guy at that position other than Derek Barnett. And if the, one of those guys, like even well, right, other than BG, yeah. I'm talking about younger guys. Obviously. Where do those three guys need to be? Into like, I mean, Ostman's kind of a wild card. So, what, let's, but where do, where does Sweat and Barnett need to be for you two guys? Like, do like they need to at this absolutely point next year? You mean Barnett? We we say absolutely has to hit. What about Josh Sweat? He like, has to too. I mean, like have, well, to a, a certain level, he has to be a rotational guy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you need to be able to be able to put Josh Sweat on the field. Yeah, he yeah. has to be able to give you maybe not as much as Chris Long gave you, but he needs to be able to theoretically fill that role. Because guess what? He's filling that role. Well, Chris, <laughs> I mean, you can make an argument. Chris Long was one of the top. I don't know. Thirty. I meant defense. from. I meant from a role perspective, right. not to be as good as Chris Long yeah. was for them. Right, like, right, right. He needs to be yeah. able to fill that role adequately. Adequately, I would say it's, it's a big ask for him. It's a huge yeah. ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How it's many very... snaps did he play last year? I mean, what are we talking 40, about? Maybe? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, and he didn't do. Anything. Anything. Hey, do you remember a single play that Josh Sweat made last year? Because I don't. I remember two. I remember none. In the regular season? Yeah, I remember just, none. Okay, wow. Yeah, and it was one, one was like he was, you know, out of the play. I was just impressed with like. So I was you like, remember God that he was there? I was like, yeah. God damn, that bull rush looks really good because he <laughs> annihilated the right tackle. And then I think he was a part of a sack. Which well, they really the game, like I forget. him. I mean, we'll see. You should. Yeah. You should. I'm t- l- listen, you should like Josh Sweat. Like, it is. Same with the talent thing. It, it is all there. It is all there. I think he's just as talented as Derek Barnett is. Oh, if that, he is, I he don't know is, about that, my friend. That's a concern for Derek Barnett. I mean, why? Dude, Derek Barnett why was the 14th a, overall pick in the draft. I like Josh Sweat a the lot. The only reason why he fell into the into the fourth round, anyways, injury based. 
True. Like he would have been a he would have been an easy day two pick. Yeah, but it was a serious injury. No, like it was. we're talking about like amputating. Yeah, the yeah, part is how the injury yeah. was like four years before the draft. Yeah, it's that yeah. bad an injury. <laughs> People <laughs> still talk about it. Uh, well, uh, like we said, we're gonna have a lot of fun uh, during the dead zone because. Well, it's the dead zone. I mean, we just talked about milk, and I thought that was pretty interesting <laughs> for a little bit there, too. But, uh, gentlemen, it is Elliot Shore Park's favorite game. It's part of our My Favorite Game series, and I'm so excited to kind of talk about you know Dive some of these in. classics. Classics. Oddballs. Sports uh, Illustrated cover. Sports Illustrated cover. The I had to remind myself, the very first time that Nick Foles threw an interception during the season happened in this game after 19 touchdowns. He didn't throw one pick. Wow, that was the game. Get that, out of here. That was the first game that the streak broke. Blame it, it on was the snow. Indeed. Who knew? So he was really 27-1. and one. Did, That wouldn't even one? count. <laughs> December 8th, 2013. Doesn't of course, even count. We're talking about the snowball hill at Shore didn't, Parks. Didn't, yeah, my favorite game, but didn't Foles have an interception against the Cardinals in like the fourth quarter and it got called back remember something oh no that was the next that's the next was that season. the next I week? don't remember oh, okay. no it's the next season oh, it was the next I think season? or the season yeah 2014 is when that happened that oh god that heartbreaker against the Cardinals oh, is they, that what no, you're talking about no they won that game Oh, I'm thinking not of two great games. for the uh, yeah, you're my favorite the game yeah. thing is I'm really bad at remembering oh, individual. I'm games. so glad we decided to do this segment. Then I'm yeah. really I'm so <laughs> bad at it. It's one of those oh, things where like well, I'll then, remember like little snippets of stuff, but and I remember macro stuff. I remember the season. I remember the yeah. record. I remember numbers that people had and stuff like that. But for some reason, like the play to play of each game, like other than the Super Bowl, because I've watched it like 40 times, I'm just not great at it. Before we get into the snowball. There is something I got to tell you guys about. It is the brand new delivery service called Cinch. And why am I telling you about Cinch? Because it delivers propane straight to your doorstep and you can keep grilling all summer long. That is totally my thing. I'm a humongous griller. I hate going out to go get my propane tanks filled up. I need my burgers. I need my steaks. I need my portobello mushrooms. All of those things. And I, I want them kind of instantly. I don't want to think about it. So again, you can get propane delivered to your house all summer long. And right now, Cinch is offering new customers their first free tank for only 10 bucks. You can visit cinch.com and enter the promo code RADIO10 to get your $10 tank today. That's cinch, C-Y-N-C-H dot com and the promo code RADIO10. Remember, Cinch propane tanks for your grill straight to your door. Go to cinch.com today. Uh when I worked for NJ.com, I worked with Mark Eckel, who covered the Eagles for like 30 years. And I remember he would like forget certain games. And I would remember thinking like, how can you forget games? You were there. And now that I'm doing it for seven years, I'm like, was that 2000? Yeah, of course. The details get lost. So, <laughs> so many of yeah. them. There's yeah. so many of them and they blend together. Yeah, it's true. So let's see if we can remember this because there are some names on here. I was like, <laughs> we how know is that I he can't. still on the team even with the transition? Man, there was one name that scored in that game that when I looked it back up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I did not look it back up. So, so I'm, I'm virgin clean on this Can one. you guys remember? remember the starting line and this is the first time it was in a 3-4 defense but give me the four guys that were on the defensive line to start wait so it was a 3-4 defense yes obviously we'll give you Fletcher Star Cox we know that Fletcher Cox is there well Brandon Graham was it outside linebacker does that count he was and guess what he was not starting in this game huh. Brandon Graham was not a starter in Who this was game that guy they had there was, there was a Howie gem that was an undrafted free agent that stood around the entire time Chip was here and then went to Dallas after it. Oh, uh, Cedric Thornton. Boom. That's oh, his yeah, starting Cedric defense. Cedric Thornton. Good one. The, now, the other defensive end, is it took me. I wouldn't have gotten this if you gave me 60 tries. 60 tries. 
I, yeah, I feel like there's again, something about him. Not great at this. All right, what what is it? Clifton. Oh, Gaithers. I got Clifton Gathers. If you, yeah. I've, I've uh, Clifton Gathers. So there's one only of my, there's only one obvious guy in that. Clifton Gathers is hilarious. Who's so. the other D tackle? Clifton Gathers like ten feet tall. That I argued for. That I said that I would consider cutting Jason Peters if it meant that D-tackle? he stayed because I was insane. Oh, you were gonna cut Jason Peters for a D tackle? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, was it uh, Villanueva or whatever? No, 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 no. Starting. Got a member starting defensive tackle. Went to Kansas City after oh, his Benny time. Oh, Benny Logan. Benny Logan. It was Look Benny you. Logan. You're much better at this than I am. Um, That's me a lot of things. Here's the other, yeah. I, I won't keep going through it, but here's the other thing that caught my eye. Casey fucking Matthews was still starting in 2013 yeah, as buddy. an outside linebacker. So I was having this debate when I wrote Howie's hits and misses in the draft. He was like a fourth round pick. I yes. Think. Yeah. Or third? I, I can't remember. Fourth. I think fourth. fourth. Yeah. I think you could consider Casey Matthews a hit. <laughs> I'm not saying he was any good, but he played no, four years. No. Like. Do you remember? No, because this is the other thing I remember about the 2013 season. Do you remember the fire fucking bomb when it was like, I, I can't remember. It might have been. Was it Matthew Tucker? Matthew Tucker got cut. They kept Casey Matthews and everyone flipped out. That was an argument was Matthew for Tucker two weeks. Matthew Tucker a wide uh, yeah, running, running back, back, yeah. Or something like that. I don't know if I have Matthew the right Matthew Tucker player. was a running back, yes. Yeah. And everyone wanted to make the team and he didn't. I remember yes. that. And they're like, and why the fuck And then he ended up on the team later in the season because of a practice squad <laughs> and all that stuff. So. Did he ever do anything in no, the NFL? Matthew not, at, not at all. Um, Yet. And yeah. yeah. We and, still believe in you, Matthew. <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, Trent Cole, of course, was was here, but, oh, yeah. but Brandon Graham was not. Trent. Uh, then your starting corners. Anybody got any guesses? Carrie Williams. Carrie Williams, Williams Bradley sure. Fletcher. Yeah, I saw someone right. tweeted the Carrie Williams thing. Uh, Bradley Fletcher too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it does. You know what's funny is they don't have the other starting corner. On I this think it was list. Bradley Fletcher. It was twenty thirteen. Had, had to be. be. Yeah. Uh, Nate Allen, Patrick Chung, your starting God. safeties. Ooh. Patrick Chung still rocking it for the Patriots. How about that? Here's the thing I missed. Is there them. anyone who was ever a worse Eagle who went on to have success, this kind of success, anywhere yeah, else? I don't think so. Because like Villanueva, like yeah, he's a starting left tackle for the Steelers, but he was a practice squad never guy played. you never yeah. played you're like patrick chung was the butt of every joke every week and he's been like a super yes. bowl champion multiple Keep times over up. he starts for them how what <laughs> what happened how yeah but it? i don't think they're winning because of patrick chung. no but yeah. still like would you patrick chung was a disaster here and yeah. he's been a snow you're right, i'm trying super to think bowl of another teams. one yeah the uh yeah there i don't think there is any i really don't other God, than i hated patrick chung here um but uh, the thing I here's the thing I miss the most about I because I I went and rewatched just just a snowball yeah I miss Jason Kelsey's fucking hair man like I didn't know I didn't realize how much I missed it but it was long it was yeah, down to his yeah. shoulders I never thought about and he missing was it. <laughs> he's got I go that's right he had long hair he everybody donned him Santa Claus after this game because you know he had the snow and the beard oh, and the yeah. snot icicles and all that other stuff and so. Sports Illustrated I was like man. I remember when I still interned for gcob.com, I was up at the no at the not the Novacare at Lehigh for training camp. And yeah. uh it was obviously much more access back there as people love to point out. But I'm sitting like waiting for something. I'm sitting like on some steps and this player comes and keep in mind this was when I'm he was a rookie. Comes and sits down next to me. He looks in retrospect, he looked like a baby back then. Like he yeah. didn't really have his beard. He was just like this chubby, like white, undrafted, or I guess he was like six round pick. And he comes and sits down next to me, and I'm like, oh shit, do I like make small talk with this player? Like, <laughs> what do I do? And I'm like, hey, and we like small. He's like, yeah, I'm from Cincinnati, blah blah. Yeah, and it's so crazy. I think what he's turned into. Yeah, yeah like he, good, good luck trying to so sit down what, with him. So now. why is Snowball your favorite game? What was it? So I remember getting to the game. 
and it wasn't even snowing. It was not. Right. And no one Sunny. knew it was coming either. Yeah. And so very rarely once I get down, once once I get to the game, I go to the press box. And very rarely do I go down to the field, A, because I'm not allowed to. But B, I just don't really do it. And so, but that day, I think I walked down with Jimmy Kemsky. Yeah, it was just Jimmy Kemsky. We walked down to the field. And like from the time we got to the press box down to the field, it was like pouring snow yeah. yeah like to the point where we were like holy shit i remember looking over howard eskin was like doing a live tv hit and he's like it's like all in his face it's just like <laughs> out of control and then even by the time we got back up to the press box you couldn't even see like legitimately couldn't even see and then you like the game started on tv and like we all remember how that looked like, yeah it was, it was like, awesome yeah yeah that, well, and, the, if the, i remember correctly they sucked in the first half right oh, yeah. the behind, second half, they nothing. just went both, both nuts. teams did and it was that Jer- Jeremy Ross, Jeremy fucking Ross, yeah. One, a ninety-eight yard kick return and a punt return, which was f- so. I think 14 actually nothing. the punt return was in the third quarter. Yeah, I think oh, that's right. Yeah, touchdown yeah, yeah. pass, maybe. I feel like it's possible. Someone ran one in, maybe. Probably but, should have done more research on yeah. the game yeah. before. Yeah. But yeah. you know who the kicker was for the Detroit Lions that day? David Akers. Dun, 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 dun. How about that? And, and he uh, missed his only kick. He missed thing. his only kick, and everybody goes, the "We're Eagles not kicking kick- fucking field goals. Yeah. We're not kicking extra points." Who's the Eagles kicker? Uh, was it Alex Henry still? Not uh, yet. Yeah, it must yeah. Have was been. it Alex Henry yeah, still? It must have been. been. All right. Well, it wasn't Cody Park. I know Donnie Longball was there, uh, obviously. Caleb um, Sturgis wasn't there yet. No, he no, was much that later. Was, yeah, was, Kit, yeah. That was this. That was this. So who else was? Regime. Yeah, it must have been Alex. Henry. Must have been Alex Henry. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I saw Alex Henry. Look that up real in, quick. Uh, in Chestnut Hill, at there was like a new Iron Hill. My family lives there, so we went in there to eat, and I see Alex Henry just sitting there by himself at the bar. Oh God, <laughs> poor guy! Like, it's not going to work out. I well worked for at Alex. an Iron Hill all through college. <laughs> I waited tables at, at an Iron Hill. I was never a waiter. I was always a busboy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's true. That tracks. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, but yeah, the uh, I mean, every, I think a lot of people just remember Lashawn McCoy going off in of this one. Uh, like crazy and Nick Foles uh, I mean he is on the, the Sports Illustrated cover yeah that. that was uh, um, you know who else was on the team Bryce Brown was still on the team how about yeah. that remember when we thought Bryce Brown was going to be good after that one game well, I remember how he traded him and it was like for what a, a well, trade well, for a fourth well, right to the Bills that could have been a third everyone kept bringing up the he was number one recruit coming out of high school yeah that's did right. you know that number that's one recruit right. coming that's out of right. high school it's like Cool, like I love here in the moment. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he wants to star. And it's like, oh no. Okay, All right, ready? So right, we'll quiz James on this. Oh yeah. Oh, this will be great. Okay. So another running back scored the final touchdown of that game. I Chris Polk. Oh, oh yeah, baby, pull out the Polk. No, no knowledge of it happening in that game. Just yeah. knowledge of Chip <laughs> Kelly and My that. Man, I worked for the Eagles back great. then, so I could pull some. Chris of those Polk up. was like a folk hero. For yeah, me. he was. I love Chris Polk. He was a good dude. Chris Polk was a fun guy. Everybody was screaming. He I can't remember. Swagger. He was very. He had upset. some swag. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, he yeah. had some swag. Yeah. And everybody was mad at that point because there were there was he. I can't. I think it was after Lashawn McCoy left, right? And they were still trying to figure out the running backs, and like you, you need more After Chris Polk or something McCoy like that. He was hurt all the time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was the issue. Yeah. Big time. yeah. And then he went somewhere else, and I can't remember where he ended up. But Seattle didn't work out for him. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, were the Texans he was or like something like that? Him, him and Matthew correctly. Tucker working out yeah, together, yeah, getting ready yeah. to come back. But uh, it, it was Chris Polk. Chris Polk, man. Yeah, we're pulling some great names from here, but the. the yeah, I mean, and there are Sean Jackson scored a touchdown. In how that game. about that was th- how about just being into Chip Kelly? 
What, what I know. a time well, that, was that, a, was. That, that was what I was going to say. the height of it. So I made sure. So I'm still to this day, because of this game, blocked by Dan Graziano. <laughs> wow, wow. Because I, Dan's a really nice guy. No, he is. He I is. Like but he had so many negative things to say about Nick Foles and Chip Kelly that I just tweeted him after this game. I said, hey, Dan, let's just make this official. Fuck you. Wow. And, and that was, and, that was Bart, it. I was so just came in it's, hot. Yeah. I was just, and now you're the one that shits all over yes, Nick Foles. And, and, and he should block yeah, you. And no. also, so I know, like, it's so hilarious. Yeah, hey, guess what? I agree with Dan for blocking you. Yeah. Oh, no, ass, so do what I. Yeah. Asshole you were. <laughs> I think blocking's a weak move. I'm a, I'm a mute. I, I, I don't block. I've actually never blocked anyone ever on Twitter. Yeah. Now that I said that, some asshole's going to like try and get blocked. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 I'll test you. Bad news for you on to read my mentions <laughs> anyway, fucker. <laughs> and all you do is tweet thirst, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> embrace it, man. That's right. Embrace, embrace the thirst. The thirst. Uh, but it is crazy looking about? back then. I remember after they won that game, the narrative was like, look how hard they play for Chip. And they like yep. this team loves each This team loves each other oh, and like yeah. they came back to win oh, that game we should go back and find some of those articles oh my god well, they said, fucking love but the, the, yeah. even that they said it on the broadcast and and shout out to kevin burkhart because this is the first time i think as a national audience you got to hear him i fell in love with with oh, kevin yeah. and john lynch not is still Dan in the Graziano. booth not Dan Graziano. <laughs> no, there's a, oh, i got the block from a lot of people there because it was just you, you should know. go up to dan when they'd be like hey man you blocked me he'll be like oh what'd you say yeah well, <laughs> well i told you to go fuck, fuck you dan <laughs> that's what i said fuck you yeah i was anyway can you unblock me yeah <laughs> i was so want to come on the pod and talk about your favorite game <laughs> but I, that's what it was <laughs> 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 outstanding yeah if he ever if, dan unblock me man like it was just i didn't i didn't know what dan, i was doing I don't back think then you should. i think you some random it. person has me blocked i think it's like patrick claiborne or something like that's that oh really one. an that's nfl weird. analyst yeah, yeah i don't know what i did i don't know that i am blo- i mean i'm sh- i might be but i don't know that oh, oh I bill barnwell i'm still blocked by tian yeah. fey i was blocked by but that's, i i purposefully i wrote something and said let's see how long until he blocks me and no joke it was like three seconds wow. it was the craziest <laughs> thing i've ever seen in my life uh but there are uh a lot of people that remember this for the same reasons like the thing i i i completely forget is everybody was jammed up on 95 forever so a lot of people that were going down to uh, the game yeah it was just you know there was uh i forget who it was but one guy was saying i i was literally coming from south philly to go back to yardley and i had to stop on everybody just stopped on 95 that was it and no, and it no. and it was because it was he out heard, of nowhere. They weren't ready he, for it. Yeah, it was like a flash. Left during the blizzard. pregame and didn't get home until the postgame type of thing. I was like, damn, that yeah, that really. Thank God for Merrill in that spot for that guy. <laughs> right? Jeez, that was sucked. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I mean this this to me was. Uh, oh yeah, they said it on the broadcast. Sorry, getting back to that. That man, you know, this is. Chip Kelly got tested because the the big take on Twitter after the first half was like this is this is it Chip Kelly just you know he can't he, he can't three play feet in, of snow he to, can't play in snow the offense is dead and right. I think who is the offensive coordinator there at that point Patrick Shermer it was still Shermer Shermer oh, it was Shermer, it was Shermer the whole time. I love I that you went he's right it was Shermer the whole was time. It? I love that you went Patrick Shermer. Yeah, Patrick Shermer. Never heard anyone Wow, you're right. Patrick. I don't know why I said that. You're right. Yeah. I always say Pat. I've never yeah. heard anyone yeah. say Patrick, Patrick Shermer. Shermer. He's good. much more of a Pat than a Patrick. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's that what good. but that's what they did. After the first half, they're like, we're going to Pat Shermer's offense. Remember the defensive coordinator is, right? <laughs> How about that Billy Davis? Ooh, yeah, Billy Davis. Davis. That's right. Man, Does everybody, anyone miss Billy Davis? Not I don't at think all. so. Who was that? Anybody was it always the three, Billy four Davis? Defense? It was Billy Davis, then he... 
got rid of him, right? And then Billy uh, Davis got fired. No, did, he, did he hire? I don't. I think he only ever had the same defensive coordinator. No, no, no. It was last year after the right? Wasn't no, it fifteen he, before they, he got fired? They, they ride and died together. They I'm kept Billy sure. Davis the whole time. Yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. They did. Really? Let me double check that. And I think he's coaching in college somewhere. I think he just got hired by like Arizona. Billy Davis. I always remember his press conferences. Like he talked like a head coach. I remember thinking this yes. guy could be a head coach. The only issue is he's not good at coaching football. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good uh, talker. I he was. He was yeah. like, if he was a bad talker, he would have been gone so much I quicker. I agree. He was a good but talker. But whenever he talked, people were like, eh, it's just basically Chip. Oh, yo, yo, get this. Guess who fucking hired that guy? Oh, my God. Oh, Chip. No. Cliff Kingsbury. He is their linebacker coach right now. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. So, is he- the, he, so he went to Ohio State after... His stint he was with there Chip. with the Eagles, right? But like he was the there time, the whole, whole time with the Eagles. Yeah, went to Ohio State, and now he's with Cliff Kingsbury. Can you believe that? Wow, that's uh, how about that, that Cliff? Man, you, by the way, um, he's got dad jokes on like the Arizona Cardinals All Access thing, like working with the quarterbacks and working with Kyler Murray. Listen, you're not. I mean, you get ready for a tire fire. If Billy Davis is 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 around the Cardinals, and Cliff K- Kingsbury's there. It's going to be and fun. And they have a quarterback prospect that's not as good as Nate Sudfeld. So. <laughs> <laughs> not looking good oh, for him up there. Well, um, but here, here's why I would say that's my favorite game. Yeah. Because there might never be another one of those. Like the yeah, circumstances, so. the win, the Sports Illustrated cover afterwards, Chip, Nick Foles. Like they'll, I mean, there'll never be another Super Bowl like that, I will say. And yeah. obviously, the Super Bowl will probably be number two for me. But just the snowball, just looking out at it, like. It's just awesome when it's in the snow. Like yeah. football, it just looks cool. I like, just say you were there. Like here was my biggest question: Why did we call it a bowl? Well, it's that's a just regular what, season, but that's game. what everyone does. I mean, the yeah, fog, not the, the snow fog, game. The fog bowl, but was, that's during was, a playoff, so at least that yeah, makes a little more sense. Yeah, but we say it all the time. What other? There's definitely snow been game others. would makes more sense, but it doesn't sound as cool as snowball. Because uh, yeah. snowball, you would go, oh, uh, it's because like Patriots like, Raiders, right? The tuck rule. I mean, but like everyone calls like but when they play on game. Thanksgiving, they call it the turkey bowl. I know we do that WIP yeah, now. Yeah, like I think it's just bowl is what gets attached to any sort of. It's kind of like gate. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like gate. Thank you. Yeah. Snowgate. Snowgate. Uh, Snowballgate. But uh, yeah, keep them, uh, keep them coming. I, somebody um, had in there, just real quick on the end, the uh, the Bobby Hoying three-game stint, and specifically Boomer Esiason versus Bobby Hoying, and I went and found it, and it's two hours long, and I got to say two things. Uh, football, it looks archaic in 1997. Yeah, now. for yeah. sure. Like, split back. For, for every for every single first and third down, I'm going, oh my God, I'm like having a heart attack. <laughs> but I remember Barrett Brooks telling me about Bobby Hoying, and in that game specifically, that John Gruden just said, we're going to run this play and you're going to throw it to this guy. And that's that was how he manufactured that offense with, like, Joe, like, with Ray Rose. Sean Bobby McVay Hoying, and Jerry I mean, Goff, huh? he, same did, thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> but the, the thing that does stick out to me there is like John Grins was like way ahead of his time in terms of play calling, at least for that game. I thought that was it was looked like stuff Andy does now, except with like split backs and Ricky Waters is still there and uh, Charlie Garner and then Deuce was Deuce the two things stuck out me, Deuce Daly was a monster on special teams, Brian Dawkins sucked that game Ooh, awful slander. like never never seen it before in my life yeah. feels like I, slander to me no i'm, I'm like I, you got some a lot of other strong no, no, no. not I, a dawkins fan who I, saw this coming <laughs> what a curse the cowboys now this. yeah what a crazy no moment. I, I just uh, i erased from my mind because dawkins even admitted admits it too of like how he just didn't have it like 
the the arm tackles, like all the stuff that you it's like Brian Dawkins missed three tackles. What is he doing? Flopping not what is that San championship game? Oh, oh no. Uh, Man, this is getting dark, guys. So speaking Spike of Eskin at intercom. Yeah, right? <laughs> speaking of bad quarterbacks, as this game just popped in my mind, talking about old football games. Remember the time I think McNabb was hurt and the Eagles played the 49ers on the road. Yeah, Coy Detmer. Coy Detmer. Coy and was then awesome. he got yeah. hurt. Yeah. Coy yeah. was playing really well. Was that too? the one we did like the suck it motion? Yeah, to he somebody? was killing it. Yeah. Yes. And then AJ hurt. Feely came in. And then it was the AJ Feely run. Yeah, yep. it was fun. That was he the sucked. whole run was fun. Yeah, he sucked too. Some things was, never change. Yeah. Just cycling the quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see that? See that? See that little shot he just laid under there? <laughs> He's already thinking about Nate Sudfeld winning game 14 Shoot. this season. <laughs> Don't well, let Nate get a shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the dead zone continues on, and uh, we appreciate uh, each and every one of you guys hanging out with us uh, each and every week right here on the Go Birds Pod. So for... James Seltzer for Elliott Shore Parks. I'm John Barchard. Send in your favorite games right here on Sports Radio, WIP, and Radio.com. Go, Birds!